Division, yeah, Pacific Division. Divisions. Yeah, I know. It's off the top of my head. That's a pretty good one. So that's what that's what else when you start pouring money into the you know, R and D uh, division. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. So eventually, one day we'll actually have an R and D division. So that'd be nice. So anyway, so we'll go into the uh, Pacific Division. So. A division that kind of used to be a laugh, kind of a laughing stock to a degree about yep. a handful of years ago. A lot of teams that weren't that good outside of the Kings. <laughs> it used to be the Atlantic. Yeah. So a lot of teams that you didn't care about because they're on the West Coast. Nobody cared about the, anything hockey on the West Coast, and that changed when the Kings start being pretty darn good. Yes, so, they did. So um, we go Anaheim, Edmonton, San Jose, Calgary, Los Angeles, Arizona, and Vancouver. So we'll work our way up from top to bottom once again. Uh, Vancouver was 30, 43, and 9 for 69 points. Not good, to say the least. Um, for last in the, you know, they are last overall. So They are stinky. They are not good, is what the kids say. So, uh, still got the Sendine Twins. And they, they had an article, they had a thing out this week. They said they plan on, they had it in the Players' Tribune or whatever, pretty much saying that they are going to ride it out to a degree. You know, I I respect that, but at some point, like, are you sacrificing your team's future by holding on to two guys who are aging? And I've always felt like the Sedins hold the Canucks hostage by saying you can't just trade one of us or you can't just sign one of us for a package deal. Like, dude, there are more twins in the league than just you guys yeah and they don't all play on the same team look at the stalls look at the sutters back in the day the cavallinis like there's lots of brothers in the league who play on opposite teams side note i just completely realized i messed up on completely on one of our last previews wasn't sam Gagne is jordan eberly oh whatever okay jordan eberly now in the new york islanders not sam Gagne. there you go don't know why I had it stuck in my head. They're both exactly are small right-handed players that used to play on the Oilers. Sure. My fault. Anyway, Vancouver Canucks. So, new coach, Travis Green. Uh, Jim Benning is a GM. They were, like I said, 13th in the West. Not good. 29th in NHL. Really not good. Uh, not many key departures. Our old buddy Ryan Miller is no longer with the team. Yep, he pieced out. Yeah, he got out. Um, key acquisitions, this is why it rang to me. Sam Gagne, Alex Mistrov. Michael Delzato, Patrick Weinrich, who was on, a, I believe, a PTO, and uh, Anders Nielsen, Farmer Blue. They still have yeah. about $7 million in cap space, but they have their basically big prospect, uh, Bo Horvat, is unsigned. Sure. So he, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This is a team that I want to say they have a lot of like, young players, but I literally looked at their young players and, I have no idea who any of them are. Like normally when you see about big prospect players, you know, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see that guy in the NHL. Like I look at some of their guys, I'm like, I Jake Fortan is like the only guy I recognize. The rest of them, I'm like, I have no idea who these guys are. 
Uh, maybe that's on me, but I, it, we're what four years, five years removed away from them being in the Stanley Cup Finals. About five, let's see, five or six years, maybe more than that. Um, you know, again, it's just an old team. Yep, and, and still, uh, they're holding on to the Sedins, and I guess I get it. I personally think the business of hockey would necessitate you. If they're not going to go individually, then get rid of them both. Because I think that there's money that you could spend elsewhere on younger talent than you could holding on to the Sedins. I don't think the Sedins are going to win you a Stanley Cup in 2018. Um, you know, this is a team that I don't see getting a lot better in this division. There, there's too many other good teams. They're not now. The good news is they won't be dead last this time hmm. because Vegas will be. Yeah, but um, I don't see them being much higher than second to last. Yeah, I thought it's funny. I just want to read you this quick little this article, uh, part of the article that I have pulled up here. Outside development will be the ability to compete. Losing to Anaheim and Edmonton two to one while leaving a few marks on the opponents will be the types of moral victories Canucks fans will have to look forward to. That Ouch. there you that, go. That pretty much is pretty much how we feel. I there think. is your Canucks preview in, in three sentences. Ouch. So yeah, they're not good. Moral uh, victories. You very much signed uh, Jacob Markstrom, who's maybe a decent backup to be your starter for three yeah. years, eleven million dollars. And Nielsen is the backup, who I think might be on the same level, honestly. Yes. So, like I said, we'll finish last because you got another team that's going to finish last. Uh, we'll do Vegas uh, last year. So Arizona, 30, 42, and 10, who might be last two for 70 points. So they were just behind them this year, being uh, marks of being crappy. Um, and I don't see them, honestly, being much better. Sorry. Sure. No, you're fine. We're breaking stuff around here. We're good. So, yeah, I just don't see the uh, Arizona – I almost I will say Phoenix like, constantly. And Everybody I, does. I really have to, like, stop myself and think about it and go really slowly. Like Arizona Coyotes. Once again, might not have an arena, so who knows? Um, yeah. For what for over there, I don't know if you read that Seattle actually got approval for a new arena. Yep. But then the uh, mayor decided to get abused of like yeah, get charged of like you know abusing people. So sure. So who knows that's going to happen now? But anyway, greatest center in Phoenix Coyote history. I'm going with Craig Janney for five hundred. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> so twelfth in the West, twenty seventh in NHL. Key departures. Uh, Shane Doan is retired. Mike Smith was traded to uh, Calgary. Uh, Randy Verbata let go. Martin Hansel let go. Alex Mitrov let go. Key acquisitions. They took advantage. Everybody. They took advantage of the whole. We have money and we'll take your bad contracts for little to nothing. Derek Stepan, Anti Ranta, and Nicholas Yalmerson, which was very surprising. Pretty decent. Yeah, Nicholas Yalmerson. I think it's superior. Superior. Keep in mind they also still underrated. hold the contract to. Um, Pronger's is no longer there. Prong, that, no, Pronger's gone, but they do, I believe, still hold the contract to. I think uh, that's a too. I think they're actually Pavel Datsuk. I thought it was up. Is I it up? Be, I thought it was only one year. That's why I was uh, saying. Because I think honestly they have no contracts. Wow, good for them. But because they have fifty-five million dollars only, in ca- they have nineteen million dollars in cap space left. That's why I say that. It's a lot of money. And they took on Derek Stepan, Yalmerson, and Ranta, who are making a lot of money. Right. So that's why I figure they don't have any. So St. Louis boy Clayton Keller is probably going to be the guy to watch on this team this year. Yes. Uh, so the big other trade that was supposed to come out is that year the Blues tried to trade Shattenkirk to Arizona for the seventh pick because they plan on taking Clayton Keller. Oh. So one of the, one of the other reasons to not to despise Kevin Shattenkirk. He's a douche. Yeah. And he's bald. 
He did officially shave his head. Yes, he did. Yeah, so he's, he's like, finally he's like, I'm just going to embrace it now. So he's going to be like part of this wave of a young players they have, which is Max Domi, uh, Christian Dvorak, and Anthony Duclair. Duclair took a huge step back last year. But uh, I think Antiranta is going to be a good starter for them because I like him. Uh, their backup, Louis Domingo, Domingue, is not good. They don't have a good defensive depth, though. That's the problem. They added Yalmerson. They got rid of D'Angelo. Uh, not the singer. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to throw it in there. Every time I say it, so they, uh, I just don't. They just don't have, have anybody. Zabina, Zabata, Bada Bada, whatever. Jimenez? No, no, he's on the guy a, that we had for a playoff run one year. Oh, McCulloch. Yeah, Sabina McCulloch. No, he's retired. Well, he finally caught up to his career. Yeah. So yeah, correct. So yeah, they're. I don't know, man. They're, they're just let him move. You know, like for somebody can operate the team on a full budget and like actually try. Like, yeah, let me be wrong. They got Stepan and Ranta and Yalmerson. Like, that's great, but you don't have much else outside of that. True. Keller should be decent. Domi is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Where do you send him, though? Seattle? I, I, Seattle. You got to keep him west. Yeah, I guess you're right. There's really nothing else they can really do there. Um, I don't know. I say Quebec. Is that too much? Is that what we're That would or not? be East, though, wouldn't it? I think so. Mm. It's a tough choice there. But yeah, I don't really have much to say about this team because I think just like they're just criminally just under like mismanaged to the yeah. point of like they're just a team. Like the Blues, man, roll this team. I would say every, almost Thank every time God. they, you know, every time we play them, I'm like, all right, six to one. I mean, the, a couple of the games last year they didn't do that well, but there were a couple of games where they just blew them out of the water. Yeah. So. I don't know. And then we'll talk about our boy Bobby's team. Uh, Los Angeles Kings, 39, 35, and 8 for 86 points. Not in the playoffs last year, much to his chagrin. So this, this team does two things. Uh, misses the playoffs or wins Stanley Cups. Correct. It's it's one way or another, which is not good. So uh, John Stevens' is new head coach, Daryl Sutter, is finally fired after being probably the most successful coach they've ever had. I would say. They still have the superstars of Quick and Kopitar and uh, Jake, uh, Drew Dory. Uh, Gabrick's been really hurt, but he really needs to bring his A game because yes. he, he got that new huge contract and nothing else since then. Uh, and like I said, they were 10th in the West. They missed the playoffs by only six points, so it's not bad. But not terrible. Their key departures were Jerome Aginla and Tom Gilbert. So not much. Neither one of those hurt. Yeah, but my, they brought in Mike Camilleri, who was on New Jersey last year. I guess you year. could technically say that Ben Bishop was a departure, too. Departure, technically. Uh, and they brought in Darcy Kemper to be their backup now. Farmer, Minnesota Wild uh, player. Right. So they have a couple of guys that are okay. Uh, Prospect-wise, there's Adrian Kemp, who should be on his way up. Or Kempe, I don't know how to say it. So who knows how they're going to do with a new coach. I think that's going to be the main thing, how, the, how this team adapts to having a new coach. There's and, always a transition. Is there going to be a new going to be more open because, you know, Daryl Sutter was very, like, locked down defensively a la um, Ken Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be more up-tempo? Um, they still got Dustin Brown, who they, they tried tremendously to get rid of. Yeah, I was surprised to see that they couldn't get a deal done for him. Yeah, That either tells me that L.A. is asking way too much for Dustin Brown or there's something with Dustin Brown that the league does not find valuable well he's a dickhead so he is but i mean that hasn't stopped other dickheads in this league from getting deals done yeah that's true but uh yeah that guy's like tanner pearson is re-signed tyler to foley Derek forport or guys that they're gonna kind of like lean on quick's gonna be the once again 
gonna be it's all gonna just kind of like the Carey Price. I can almost see them like the Montreal Canadiens of the West. I agree. Carey like, Price is your linchpin. You got Jeff Carter who is there. You got like some talent, but it's older talent. Uh, when Quick is on, man, they're good. Yes, when he's not, they're not. Here's an interesting stat that I just uh, kind of seen when we were talking about Jonathan Quick's health. So when the they won their two cups, the, guess when the Kings ranked for re- regular season goal scored in the league? Out of how many teams? What were they? I'm going to say the two cup years, the two cup years. So two, so 2014, 2016. Yeah, I'll say that they ranked in goal scored middle of the pack, 26 and 29th. Wow, so even lower. Wow. So they, it was very, virtually it's a shutdown. One game. nothing games. Yeah. You know, so that's uh, last year they had, they had that groin issue where he only started like 20-ish games. Yep. Where it's basically, if I, I, we both agree, if the way quick goes, this team goes. 100%. So the next team we'll work off the line is San Jose Sharks. So oh, I hate, I've never been a fan of this team, but in the last few years, I've really grown to hate this team. Yeah. So Peter DeBauer, still the coach, 46-29-7, third in the Pacific. Lost to the Oilers in the first round. Key departures. Long-time uh, San Jose Shark, Patrick Marlowe, is no longer with the team. Let go. Uh, yeah, not not offered a contract. Uh, yeah, pretty much let him go. And then they signed with Toronto Maple Leafs. And that was their big pickup this year, so which I think will be good for them. Uh, nothing key acquisition-wise that I can see here. Which is interesting. They re-signed Joe Thornton. To Joe a Thornton, one-year one deal, $6 million deal on his tractor. That was really about it. Yeah. Uh, they, don't, they have about $8 million in cap space, so they're going to try to rely on bringing a bunch of young, young kids and fill uh, fill it in. But question is, do you think their Stanley Cup window is closed? <sighs> Honestly, like I would say with the rise of Edmonton, I 100% think so. I think I, they're too slow. I don't know if it is closed. It's closing. Yeah. And I think it's closing at an accelerated rate because of the uh, the Oilers and even the Ducks. Yeah, it seems like the years of uh, all the California teams in this division being really good. Yeah. Now it's up to now the uh, um, Canada teams are playing really, really the well. The Western Canada teams? Yeah, are playing really well. So I think uh, this team is, I think, going for the step back this year, in my opinion. Yeah, I um, I could see the Sharks being the kings of last year. Yeah, so the next team is the Calgary Flames. So no longer have uh, Brian Elliott in net. So they're 45, 33, and 4, fourth in the Pacific. They were swept in the first round by Anaheim. And looked bad. Yeah. Go ahead. One game they're really in on that whole thing. Yeah, uh, the other three games they got blown out. He completely revamped their goaltending after this. After having a I really really bad to. year. Uh, let's see. What am I looking at? Sorry. Uh, Ryan Elliott, and Chad Johnson are gone. Mike Smith and Eddie Lack have been brought in. They've gotten another uh, Travis uh, Hamonic. So that made that big trade, bringing him in. Uh, man, they've. They've done some. They've, they, that, this defense is like on paper is top top five in the league, right? You have to think on paper. On paper, like Mark Giordano, Travis Hamonic, uh, and up front you got Monahan, Goudreau, Sam Bennett. You know, like there's some really good guys there. So it's like if you can get your goaltending straightened out, I think they might have had 
a decent team last year. They got rid of some guys. Derek England was a guy who got picked by the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, and they let go Chad Johnson and uh, Dennis Wyman. But uh, man, Dennis Wyman's not never going to be in this league anyway, so it doesn't matter. So uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. So they have. I think Mike Smith, you know, he's 35. I think now he's going to get a chance to be with a good team after all these years. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he can make the best of it. But we know how Mike Smith is. But was it, now was that a product of Mike Smith being Mike Smith? Or was it a product of being in Arizona all those times when the Blues lit him up? And that's the big question. Yeah. Um, you know, he reminds me of a poor man's Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's, oh, Ryan Miller's a great goalie. He's just on a bad team. Well, you saw what happened when you got him out of Buffalo and you put him on the Blues, a good team. He was shown to be maybe okay. not quite as good as people thought. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like you just said, what is it? Is it Mike Smith or is it the Coyotes? We will soon find out. Yeah, so uh, here I see an interesting stat here, which will be key for them in the playoffs, I think. So... The Flames have won just one time in Anaheim in in since 2000. I read that stat, yeah. They dropped 27 straight. Yeah, it, ridiculous, right? You can't like you have to win in Anaheim to like be successful because they're in your division. Like and you have to, if you face them in the playoffs and they have home ice, you pretty much are And that's the key is, you know, that's a division team. Yeah. You can't not win in that building. Even if it's only once or twice a year. You've got to be able to get points out of that building when they're in your division. You can't look at those road games and automatically put L's there. Yeah, so I don't know. That team, I think, is still still has a lot of young players, and I still are on their way up. Speaking of a young team with young players on their way up, Edmonton Oilers. Hella good. Hella good, hella fast. Uh, Going to be good for a long time here. Tom McClellan is still the coach. 47-26-9, second in the Pacific. Lost in the second round to Anaheim somehow. Key departures, Jordan Eberle, uh, Benoit Pouliot. Uh, they required Ryan Strom and UC Jokinen. Still have $8 million in freaking cap space somehow. That's going to catch up on it eventually. But they signed. Yes, but they, but they starting next year, though, they re-signed uh, this year, Dry Seidel, and next year is McDavid. So McDavid got a lot of money. He got all the money. Yeah, so they got the big up-and-coming player is Jesse Pouliarvi. Won't be he'll be just twenty years old. He's a fourth overall pick. He, they put him, they stashed him in the minors pretty much. Uh, he's gonna hopefully he come up and make an impact is what they're hoping for. Camp Talbot wound up being legit after just being a backup behind uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, you know, McDavid got uh, Hart and Art Ross trophies. You know, that's that's amazing what he can do. So um, this team is considered a uh, Stanley Cup favorite as they should be. It's a matter of how that defense uh, works out. They, they're they one of their better defensemen. Andre Sakara has a torn ACL. He'll be out at least till Christmas-ish. Uh, but they're hoping that Darnell Nurse and some other guys can step up. Uh, Clef Baum is hopefully going to be their number one, you know, but that's if he steps up. So they got some guys, but, like, Lucic wound up being okay. Everybody kind of ragged on that deal, and he wound up being okay. If he uh, keeps doing well, he might, you know – be look out being a decent uh, acquisition there. So, where do you think they're going to wind up being this year? I would say they're going to compete for the division. Easy, yeah, yeah. Um, the sky's the limit for this team. 
Yeah, I think that they're going to wind up being pretty darn good, and I think they're going to challenge for the West. At least be, I think that might be the representative coming out of the uh, Pacific Division, or excuse me, uh, yeah, Pacific Division. So let's get into second to last team here, and that is the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim is what I'm going to call them because that's just what I'm used to. So the Ducks uh, won the division last year, um, have been pretty dominant for quite some time here. Uh, just a matter of uh, not putting together in the playoffs. They're having uh, Kessler just got hurt, so we'll see how that is. Randy Carlisle is back coaching them again somehow, 46, 23, and 13. Like I said, they won the Pacific, and they lost the West Final against Nashville. So they got pretty far, just short again. Uh, they lost Shea uh, Theodore to the um, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, got rid of Clayton Stoner, Jonathan Bernier. So they got Ryan Miller as the backup now, and they just signed uh, Francois Beauchemin from yep. the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Just $3 million in uh, cap space left. They're going to lean on the big three like they always have, Getzlov, Perry, and Kessler. Can those guys get it done? All about 32 years old. Um Gaslov had a really good year last year. Corey yes. Perry had a good year. Kessler, like I said, just had shoulder surgery. He is out uh, until hopefully Christmas is what they were saying. Uh, they re-signed a couple of guys. They got Fowler, Limbaum, uh, Richard Raquel, Raquel, Silverberg, all in a contract now. So they're set young-wise, so it's just a matter if they can put it together. Like, John Gibson was hurt near the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. They just can't close anything, it seems like. That's been the problem because they're a good enough team. Like, they're big, strong, and fast. I mean, anything you would really want in a team. But you know. I think they're just aging. Yeah. And I think that you're eventually going to see, and it could be this year, Edmonton overtake them. Yeah, it, it, I think that's a legit possibility. So – I'll see what Anaheim does, but I think like it's on the goaltending and if their aging superstars can get it done now. Yeah. I mean, it's weird to say thirty two years old and you're aging, but when you see it guys is what it is. Yeah, when you see Connor McDavid coming in at twenty years old now and lighting the league up, it's unfortunately turning that way. Like Yeah, it is what it is. Like we said, we think Tavares has been around forever and I he's twenty six. Oh, no. So it's one of those weird things. So um the last team, the brand new team in the league is the Vegas Golden Knights. Which I always want to say Las Vegas Golden Knights, but they're they want to be called the Vegas yeah, Golden Knights, I, I, which is was there a reason why they just that's what Vegas? That's, that's what they want to be called. Maybe it's too right. much for them to send. So Gerard Gallant, who was a coach and got unceremoniously fired in uh, Florida last year, is their coach here. George McPhee, former GM in Washington. Obviously, nothing happening last year. So they have five million dollars on cash space after their uh, they really didn't sign anybody. They just kind of like it's all the guys that they've traded for. Um, some of the basically Mark Andre Fleury is going to be their the, the face. After that, former Blue David Perron will be there. He's going to be one. Of the, he's probably going to be on the first line, honestly. Besides James Neal, and they had they signed a, a couple of KHL guys that came over. Um, trying to find a guy's name and lost me, but anyway. So Jonathan Marshall show will be their probably their second line center. Um. Uh, and it's just like they just have a lot of guys. They have a lot. Of, they, you know, I'm surprised they haven't made more trades for guys that are forwards. <laughs> they have a lot they of defensemen. Really there. heavy defense. Yeah, and they're not ba- bad. I mean, they got like guys like Cody Eakin, Eric Halla, Pierre Mark, Pierre Pierre Edward Bellamar, 
you know, a guy's going to chip in there. Like Cody Eakin didn't have a good year last year, but he is a good third line center. You know, like they have, I think center wise, they're not bad. Like, no. I think they're okay. No. They don't have a number one blowaway center, but like you can argue the blues don't either. So, I mean, true. I mean, I like Stasny, but anyway, um, yeah, but I see like Neil Perron getting dealt. You think? And it, like near the end, like it depends, I guess if he's having a good year and they, you know, Perron feels comfortable, they feel comfortable. Maybe they'll let him. Cause I mean, a, a job's a job at the end of the day. If you're going to get paid, you're going to get paid. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who like worst places to live than Vegas. Well, I heard like if you go right outside of Vegas, it's really nice. Like outside the strip, everything's yeah. Vegas is like the strip. And it's like, yeah, but if you go right outside, it's just, like nice little communities. Like I know a yep. family friend who lives 20 minutes outside of the strip and that she works and she goes into the strip every day to work at like one of the little malls there. Mm-hmm. And she loves it there. And like, it's a great town. Yeah. So I've only been once when it's I, fun. when I was a, uh, Let's see, what was that? Uh, honeymoon, whatever the hell that was. Ten years ago? Ten years ago. It was fun. Ten years ago, honey, if you're listening to this, it was ten years ago. I remember. Like, it was yesterday. Ten best years of my life. So, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, just be competitive this year. That's really what they're going to have to do. Uh, yes. Flurry did have a very good uh, like part of the season there and basically made its case to be the goalie, and he wound up getting drafted and stuff, so... He's going to be their face and the guy they're going to market around the most. Um, James Neal is probably right yes, behind that. But, I would agree. But I mean, pretty much you're going to look at uh, former number one overall pick, Marc-Andre Fleury, goalie, yada, yada, yada. So I think that's what they're going to pretty much rely on this year. I think so. Just go in there. Don't look stupid on some nights pretty <laughs> much. I mean, that's just pretty much don't get blown out. Because, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of guys. Like, yes. They could have – I'm kind of surprised at the strategy that they did in the expansion draft. You could have not seen I had a stack team. But you could have had a lot better team. There's a lot of times where they just picked RFA guys or UFA guys and they just let them go. Yeah. And then sometimes they're just relied on trades. And they got a lot of draft picks, man. They got Cody Glass and some other guys. Uh, but they got three first round picks or a couple early seconds, you know, this year. So, but not, but most of those guys are probably going to be in junior. Uh, agreed for at yeah. least a year or two. Yeah, at least a year. Or so, and then so like everybody's talking about, then their affiliate is the Chicago Wolves. You know, former Blue. The Blues will have a couple players there this year, but just because they're not going to have many guys, because a lot of the guys that were in junior, they're not eligible for AHL. So you're going right. to get a bunch of like castaway NHL guys on the Chicago Wolves team. And Chicago Wolves are like, yeah, we get these guys. Well, you're going to get a bunch of crap guys, dude. Like, I'd rather have a team that's younger and like up, like actually play. a bunch of over the hill dudes. Yeah, like guys who are fringe NHLers and they go to AHL. Like I don't get it. So that's my little rant on the Chicago Wolves management style. But <laughs> um, you're not wrong. But yeah, so I don't see them going anywhere this year. They're definitely no. they're definitely no, 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 no. not a playoff team. Uh, like I said, cool jerseys. But, uh, I'm gonna get one. Um, which dark gray or white? I think gray. I don't know. I, I can go back and forth. I can't, like I saw them uh, doing all the team media stuff, and they did like you know the intros where they have. The, I love how they show the videos where the guys are wearing all their equipment for the like the waist up, and they're just wearing like shorts, and they were like sandals or whatever, and yeah. just kind of cracks me up. Like, I'm seeing them like that, and they're doing all the video packages and stuff like that. So it's funny that Dave Prawn was on the Vegas Golden Knights one, looking all serious and stuff with right. And, and so the best part was he's wearing white gloves. I saw somebody said somebody said don't show. Uh, Andy Murray, this picture. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. So, uh, yeah, so the uh, Pacific Division, really good division. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first once again. 
kind of similar to what it was last year, but I'm going to go Edmonton winning the division this year. Anaheim, I think, is going to get that second position. I want to put them lower, but that's I don't like any other teams really. Uh, Edmonton, Anaheim, Calgary, and then I am going to put San Jose there at number four battling for that position. And then I'm having Los Angeles. Um, where am I at? Los Angeles, Arizona, Vancouver, and then the Vegas Golden Knights. So, um, yeah. So, like I said, I, I want to put San, I want to put San Jose in there, but I, it's San Jose and Los Angeles are like flip flop to me. Like I, I agree, I can't decide. Like you know what? I want to make Bobby happy. I want to put LA over San Jose, and say LA is going to get that uh, second wild card spot. I have uh, Edmonton, Anaheim, L.A., San Jose, Calgary, Arizona, Vancouver, Vegas. Yeah, so that's a um, change. You got a little, you got L.A. a little higher than I thought, and I would have them. But, but I, like I see, I said, I see. I think Calgary is going to be good because of their defense, and then after that, like San Jose and Los Angeles are going to be that battle to see which aging team can get in and make some noise. In my opinion. Yep. So. That will be the Pacific Division, and then we'll be back with the Central Division.